everybody welcome back to rants with esther the rants that matters the bands that gets you going it's been a while i recorded and it's because i've been swamped with other things or i've been working on other podcasts and other youtube channels and you know doing uh videography work and you know doing other things apart from this one so that's why it looks like this has been in the back burner but I'm sorry because I don't know some people actually listen to me. So I'm sorry for not like being consistent. I know. But yeah, I'm definitely going to post this one. So remember to leave a review or leave a comment whenever you're done listening. It means the world to me. Like a rating, a comment, whichever one. Just leave something that will encourage the crafts, right? So, uh, I'm going to be talking about this movie. Now, this is a very, I don't call it very old, but, you know, it's, 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 it's old. It's a decade old movie. Uh, and, um, you know, seeing it right now in the eyes of an adult, seeing, and not just an adult, an adult feminist, it speaks loads right now because... I saw it then as a growing teenager slash very young adult, not deeply, deeply rooted in my feminism. So there are some things that I di- I missed that I when I rewatched it today, it made more sense and all of that. So let's get right into this nitty gritty. Um, I think like a man is from Steve Harvey's book that he wrote and they adapted it to a movie used him as a voiceover i'm very sure that that man made so much money from that movie because he was not just like he was a narrator and his cameo came out so many times and obviously it's his book so they paid him for it so that man made an enormous amount of money from that um, movie and good for him both the movie and the book good for him actually but we're about to I'm, I'm about to dive into the book or the movie actually i've not read the book before but i've read i've watched the movie a lot of times and like i said i've watched it now with fresh eyes so here's what i have to say about the movie now first and foremost let's understand that uh <clears throat> you know as much as the book was beautiful it was a bit a bit sexist but I'm about to power play this bitch right now. Not Steve Harvey. I love Steve Harvey. I, it's not a bitch. But I'm about to power play that uh, one thing he wrote in the book. So I'm going to be focusing on the rich, independent, but lonely women. Now, in the movie, the person that was used for that role was Taraji P. Henson, the guy that didn't have put that didn't have anything or any title but had potential was michael ely actually the reason why i went to rewatch that movie was because of michael ely was because of michael ely i saw him recently on instagram and i was like what movie has he done that he looks so yummy he looks so young he looks so ripped and i said think like a man it's like a sight for sore eyes all the big stars of then like it's a lot of black women and black men and something savory so i went with think like a man now in the beginning of the movie 
the um the one that the one that was the mama's boy and that's um what's his name uh i think it's terence j i think i think terence j because there, there are so many terences <laughs> in the movie industry so it's terence j so he was like for celebrating okay let me for those who haven't seen the movie let me give you a pretext or let me give you let me give you let me give you context now um kevin hart who is cedric in the movie was about to was had gotten a divorce but it was almost final so they were brainstorming on what they were going to do for the divorce uh for the divorce uh, final or for the divorce party and terence j who is the mama's boy in the film suggested that um they should go to their house uh, sorry to his mom's house and they will have like a nights out a guys night out eat and see a movie the movie he suggested was for colored girls now bef- as at the time that as at the time that i saw the movie i as at the time i saw think like a man i hadn't seen for colored girls now i'm a nigerian all those movies we saw them like recently and all of that so i, I just recently saw for i uh, saw for colored girls and Michael Ely was in the movie, and in the movie he was um he was a coked out drug uh he was a coked out uh um child uh what was the word he was a coked out domestic abuser to his wife and his kids, and he was deranged in a way not in a way in every way and then he in the movie he threw down this is spoiler for both for people who haven't watched thing like a man and for color girls but this is like i don't think i won't even call it a spoiler because it's not much like what was what i'm going to reveal is not really much so i didn't really spoil spoil it for you so in the movie he was a cooked out paranoid abuser who was a veteran and one day he got so mad at his wife that he threw down his two kids from the window and they landed on the floor and they died like two kids under the age of 10 threw them down from his window and he lives i think he lives at the highest floor so i think it's a i think it's a block of six flats or something and or more than six flats you know how american apartments are but it was at the top floor of the apartment and he threw down those nigger those kids sorry and then they landed on the floor and they died and um also in for colored girls what is his name sorry her name um Dana jackson she got hiv AIDS from her husband who was a gay man but was pretending so now <laughs> so now when they were saying that they were going to, when the mama's boy was suggesting for color girls he said uh, let me spoil it for you let me tell you what happened in the movie uh Dana jackson got it and one crazy guy threw his kids off from the building and i he just clocked at that moment i i paused the movie i'm like you are the crazy guy you were the crazy guy in the movie and i had like it's it's not until yesterday that it's m- meshed together like i put two and two together i did not re- remember i did not recognize nothing nothing and it was so funny that he was the one who said that 
and he was the one who was in the movie. They didn't give that line to maybe Ken, uh, sorry, Kevin Hart or or uh, Zeke. I've forgotten his real name, but Zeke in the movie that think like a man. They didn't give the line to Terence J or or any other person in their group. They gave that line to him, and he was the actor in For Color Girls. So it just made perfect sense to me. It was so beautiful. It was so funny. Then let's get back to his storyline in the movie. He was paired with Taraji P. Henson, like I said earlier. Taraji P. Henson was a career woman who was very who was riding so high in her career. She was a COO. She was making tons of money. She owned her place. She owns her car. You know, she she's she is a woman. She has money and she has wealth and she has power. So she's not just anybody. But um Michael Ely was just a sous chef or whatever, a culinary institute graduate, but nothing pivotal to his career, nothing like, nothing, he hasn't achieved literally anything, so, but it just, I think, in, they were trying, the whole idea, I feel like the whole idea behind that couple was to make women think that they had to dull themselves down, but when I was watching the movie, it just occurs to me this is what men do to women all right they are in their they're in the peak of their they're at the peak of their career they meet a woman who might not be where they are and then they want to break up because of one thing or the other and the woman does the most to like keep him and blah 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 blah, blah. and then the guy sees someone else who is you know of more prestigious uh, uh, rank or whatever and then dumps the other one and goes up to the uh, to the high-ranking lady and then when the high-ranking lady is not giving him time he comes back to the one who worshipped him and all of that and women go through these things every single day like it's a normal thing you hardly see it happen with men men might be in the shittiest times of their life but you will be very sure that they are going to get women of high caliber because of some bullshit like this or because of some movie like this they're going to get women any kind of women they wanted any degree like if they want a woman that has they want a woman that has a degree they are going to get it if they want the woman a woman that has master's degree they're going to get it like it is so easy for men to get women despite how unqualified they are of those women's time or attention or whatever whatever but you can guarantee yourself that these men are going to get women when in the other way around it is never the same you can't say that these women can always get men because Men are always giving this, <laughs> you know, this, oh, she's not at my level, blah, 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 and all of that. And I felt happy because it was, I just, I just put, I just rearranged the order of things in that relationship. And if we look deeply into it without any form of bias, we'll see that Taraji P. Henson was actually the guy in the relationship. Like she was the, she was the one calling the shot. She was the one who... They were trying to impress, writing down business plans, trying to get their lives together for. Like, it's always the woman who does these things. But now it's a man. And even though the what they were trying to portray in the movie by doing that is to be like, okay, even though I'm a career woman, I should draw myself down for men who are not really up to my level. 
it still goes to show that okay even at that like this is what women suffer every day now men are the ones suffering it. men are the ones who are like saying oh take me back or oh i like you or going above and beyond to do something which we find out that it is very very rare in today's time and age because like i said we men have audacity they their audacity is new every morning like every day they wake up there is a fresh dose of audacity injected into their system like testosterone so they feel like without audacity no shade but if if the shade is for you you can take it up they feel because they have that kind of audacity they they have that kind of power they can get literally any woman they want and the reality of it is that they're not lying that's the sad reality a barrel pusher no 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 disrespect to many other jobs but i'm just giving an example a barrel pusher can get or not really can get but a barrel pusher thinks he can get someone as prestigious as Jennifer Vinaji. A barrel pusher thinks he can come up to someone like Omotala or someone like Chijombo, all these kind of people. Like a barrel pusher has tons and tons and tons and tons of audacity that in them that makes them think like, oh this kind of woman, if I should meet her on the road, I have the right to like talk to her ask her out and if she should say no to me i can do anything i want to her call her names follow her kill her whatever they feel like they have that audacity but and sad reality is it's true like they it plays out in our in our um very before every single day where it happens and you see a couple and you're like how did this even happen how did he even manage to get her it's because he had the audacity that even if I'm butters, even if I'm not even up to par, and I'm not even like the movie, it was the movie is even different. Like, he knew he didn't have anything, and then he struggled to like get into his own, even though it wasn't his plan at first, or maybe it was his dream, but he was not really like pushing towards it. But in the movie, it was even better that he actually pushed himself and got a an up and running um food truck he puts his mind to it and whatever but in real life or in reality some men don't even go as far as being productive and women will be like huh at least he likes me but even like it's it's what i'm saying is the, the audacity because they know that no matter how stupid they are or no matter how Okay, not stupid, but yeah, stupid can suffice. But no matter how not ready or not productive they are, they know that in their butter state, they can get anybody, anybody, as long as that person is desperate enough or willing to like look their way, they can do it. And it has happened so many times in the movie. It's even better. Like he wanted, he was struggling so much. Like he was in love with Haraji, and he was like, "Okay, I'm going to do everything I can to impress her." He was literally worshiping her, like showing her a life that, you know, obviously he's a he said he was a culinary graduate, so cooking, making her feel special, putting her number one. Like he actually did some work, okay. But in reality, doesn't like they don't even care. They don't even go as far as doing all the things that Michael Ely did in that movie and it is so sad because women will go above and beyond and it's not like it is a daily practice in it's not far-fetched like if you should 
it's not even like I won't even say do a study. If you look deep into a, the life of your friend or your friend's friend or your uh, an acquaintance or someone who is close to your family or someone that you know by chance, you see that nine times out of ten this is happening in relationships when the man is earning higher or the man is in a higher position because they feel like whatever the fuck I will find a woman who is super who can you know stroke my ego to make me do more. And also make me not do as much as I'm supposed to do to said woman because she thinks of, or she thinks that being with me is a privilege and they won't have to ask for more. It's happening, and this is not me trying to like uh, berate or trying to down downplay a beautiful movie. Like I said, that movie is beautiful. It's a romantic. It's a rom com. Is the perfect type of. Uh, is a is a perfect blend. Of comedy and romance if you like dip it and like if you take it from the surface like it should be but I'm just trying to say that when I watched that movie again in this day and age with my current lifestyle I know what is going on I know what they are talking about and even though it feels like it is impossible for women to hold that kind of power because of what they've advised us to do and what they've said we should do, I'm telling you, this is what women suffer in relationships. And I'm glad that even though it looks like it's a movie, in that movie, the person who was doing the worshipping was a man. Okay? He was the one who was doing the worshipping. Yes, obviously that like there's a time that someone will treat you but like people might bring up the argument of yeah, but he broke up with her. Yes. But no. He didn't break up with her. She broke up with him. And then he, you know, stated some facts and then left the relationship. But there's something that she said that, you know, sealed the deal for me. She was like, I need space and he repeated it and they said it at the same time. You know, when men are like, I need space and then it's a woman who is saying it and she saying it to him and then he told her you act like a guy so in that situation immediately i'm like yes i like the fact that it's a switch dynamic even though that was not what they were trying to portray but that was what it was portraying nonetheless if you look at it from his fresh uh, set of eyes she is the man in the relationship he is the girl who is doing everything even though that that is not one i don't want it to be like you have to assume the role of a man before you get what you're supposed to get. All I'm trying to say is, I like the power dynamic, how it shifted. And he, she holds more of it. She's the one who is gaining more in the relationship, even though she's a richer one. Like, someone who is worshipping her. I'm just, like, I don't know. I feel like those who understand, those who understand me, understand me but like i said this is rant i'm just ranting and even though i know that my ranting is making a lot of sense but yeah i'm ranting but um i really love the movie uh it's, it's so funny and there are some there were some things that i you know like i said watching a movie fresh pair of eyes you know older having much more information than i than i did the first time i saw the movie and i also watched it with subtitles so it's like I appreciated more and more what the movie was because I heard them better I heard what they were saying better I used subtitles also like I said fresh pair of eyes some things that I didn't know that I, that I know now like I made the example of the colored girls I didn't watch it before 
sorry for colored girls for those who want to watch it i've not i've not watched it when i saw the movie now that i've seen colored girls and i've seen this movie again it makes perfect sense when Michael Eddy was given that line to you know spoil the ending of for colored girls and he was in the movie so yeah yeah, yeah. and that's that about think like a man so if you've not seen the movie i think you should see it i don't think you should read the novel based on the fact that i feel like you shouldn't even read the novel to help you score anything with men because men when that movie came out and some years after that movie came out they bought the book when i'm telling you when men will look like men will make you look like oh they're not trying too much they actually tried too much but which makes it so painful they go through all that stress to like break somebody's heart or whatever and that movie came out men went in their numbers to go and get the just the way this movie portrayed it men went in their numbers to go and get the book to go and read it because they know that women are reading these books and then they use the taxes in the book to like backhand these women and then use them for filth so like it is i'm not going to advise anybody to go and read it based on the fact that you want to get information on how to you know get yourself a man who will love you because they've read these books so the only thing i feel like that will get you the man that you deserve is just to be a feminist i feel like have these standards for yourself that no matter what nothing can make you come down from that standard, from from those from that pedestal sorry like it only goes up it shouldn't come down set your standards I know it might sound cliche and it might sound, it might sound crazy because of the continent we are in, Africa. Okay? Maybe it might sound much more um, doable in the West. But when you set your standards in places like Africa or Nigeria that their men are shit, it brings you a step closer no matter how hard it is to the kind of man that you deserve. Because let me tell you something. If someone loves you enough that they want to stay with you, there are some standards that you you set, and they will be like, "Omo, this is the real deal for me. I'll keep it." But when you see, when you see that that person does not care about your standards, wants to drag you down. I mean, I feel like that's that is an enough cue for you to like leave, because you're only setting yourself up for heartbreak, uh, disrespect, embarrassment, and even death. Because all this, when you when we talk about all these um, physical abusers or domestic uh, abusers, both to their girlfriends and to their wives or whatever, they showed some hints when you guys were dating. But because you were too eager to, you know, lower your standards because of whatever it is, because of maybe the pressure or what the society is saying or just your own ignorance, they showed you their colors in the beginning. They were very precisely we're throwing hints here and there but because of whatever it is that is a problem you chose to ignore it so it can result to so many things to them being physically abusive or abusive or verbally abusive or they love bomb you or they are toxic or they cheat or they hit you it is a barrage of problems so i advise that you set your standards and no matter what do not come down from set standards anyway out with the old, in with the new. This Gen Z, I'm in the Gen Z bracket, but I'm like, you know, I escaped millennials. I escaped being a millennial by one year. So if I was, I'll be 26 this year. If I was 
going to be 27 this year then i would have been a millennial but i'm 26 which means i'm still a gen z so but i'm in the i'm in the middle which means i appreciate both the 2000s music and the new music coming up now i'm the best of both worlds we're going to go into that in the next episode or in the next uh, podcast so enjoy this one from the 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 provider of the content today was uh steve harvey's act like a lady but think like a man enjoy and don't forget to like share your thoughts with me bye bye love you Mwah. hello everybody and welcome back to ranch with esther uh i really wanted to change the name of this podcast to converse or conversations with esther but ranch with esther has come to stay maybe there'll be a segment in ranch with esther where it will just be just conversations and then those ones who have those ones will be with a guest so it's a conversation under the set under ranch with esther obviously like it will be a segment on the ranch with Esther. Okay, okay. Like if I have a guest, then it's ranch with Esther, but I'm having conversations with this person. Like ranch with Esther presents conversation with so 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 and so. <clears throat> but if it's just me, then it's just pure rants and me just ranting. So because I really want to incorporate conversations, not just me ranting. Even though I've not had anybody on the podcast, it's just been me ranting, raving, talking, having conversations with you guys and myself. Um, I want to create a segue where I will speak. Sorry for the breaking transmission. Where I will speak with um, every anybody I can speak with. Not just myself i want to have guests you know i want to talk about stuff and um <clears throat> basically yeah uh what has been happening in my life in the past few months um the last podcast i posted was april i've not done anything in may and june is almost coming to an end well i've not been idle well, yeah, I've not been idle, but I've been working with my sister on her own podcast, which is a video-based podcast now, and it was a lot of work, and um, <clears throat> there's a lot of work being poured into that podcast, so, and I really need that podcast to take off, so mine was not really my focus at that point in time i really get it like i don't know i think i pushed it to the background and i'm happy like it's not like a thing or when people say i push mine to push hers no like i forgot i had a podcast i didn't even i rate you guys don't get me wrong but it's like this is more important right now that was the most important thing in my life that was more important that was like okay let's let's get this off and one thing about my sister and i whenever we collaborate in things is that i hate when people talk down on her ideas because 
I I hate when people talk down her ideas because I'm not trying to overshare but I've I've been with her in her low moments few of her low moments where it's like she has an idea but it doesn't come out the way she wants it to come out and she feels bad like anytime your ideas and your idea doesn't go as you wanted it to go it's not a beautiful thing talk more of when you have that idea and then someone talks it down the person doesn't even give it a chance to blossom i hate it so whenever i'm with her and we are working on something and prior to us working i heard somebody say oh this can't work i get pissed if you see me you think i'm about to fight and really if it results to getting physical i wouldn't want it to get physical but if it gets physical then i'm going to fight but i don't support violence don't get me wrong but i say if like if you push me uh, be ready to catch these hands and this mouth well my mouth first before my hands i can use both just be guided but the point i'm trying to make is i don't like when people are very critical about other people's ideas just because you don't believe in them or because they scare you or because you didn't think of it at first or just because you're just being an envious bastard mm. Oof. you see what i said about my mouth <laughs> or just being an envious person uh, so it's like mm, no we're going to show them that this idea could work and will work and yeah whatever it's that kind of energy surrounding it it's like i try to work extra hard to tell her to prove to her because me my, me myself I'm, I'm convinced i'm like the biggest optimist that you can ever come across an optimist who is realistic now you need that you need the optimism but when you when you check your surroundings you, you will try to be it don't but i feel like you shouldn't let the, re- the reality of it overpower the optimism because in reality everything is not the way it's, it's supposed to be but the optimism fuels you so when you let the reality to cloud your optimism it washes and destroys everything so i feel like push the optimism with a sprinkle of reality so me i'm already set in my own reality my own optimism that this is going to work now i'm working extra hard to tell her that that this is going to work to convince her to lift her from that mindset that that person has already put her in that this is not going to work or whatever the fuck the person had an idea of 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 about her plans so i'm like because i believe in you and because that person just was trashy i'm going to work extra hard to make sure this is a success and i'm happy at the pace we are moving so far uh i want to i wouldn't lie i like accountability and i like consistency so i found out that i i would want i would want to work somebody but with a bit of creative control like I would want I would I want to work for somebody but with a, like I want to work hand in hand with you more, I won't say more like partners you know but I want to have a creative freedom 
but still work for you maybe i'll have my little thing by the side but like i want that for myself so that i'll have some sort of accountability because when you're your own boss you have to it's something you have to have whether you like it or not but when you're working for somebody like like i said not just being hopeless in the system but still on the creativity side because when you're working with creatives even though there is say you don't have a hundred percent control there is this amount of control you're given because it's a creative space ideas are being shot at any given time so when someone when you work with someone or when you work for someone who gives your idea the light of day allows it to blossom takes it into consideration maybe you give an idea they take that idea modify it give you credit run with it and then you will work on the newly advanced idea that came from you like it's a beautiful process like i, I pitched something like yes and we could do this with this idea and i'm like that's even way better and then we work together on it and i know it's hard because a lot of people don't appreciate don't have such a work environment and, and, and a lot of people don't want to give that work environment because like i said uh, like i've always said in all my podcasts human beings are weird and wicked so um i think when you know this you will know peace essentially but yeah and i'm glad to be in the creative space with her and it's been it's been beautiful lately and yeah i think i've said and and yeah a lot of times on this podcast but take me as you see me um a lot has happened in my personal life within that time too uh i've been growing i've been taking some hard decisions i've seen a lot like there's some things i've seen i just repress them because thinking about it is just traumatic you're like jesus christ this thing happened to me and then you throw yourself into a dark place so it's well i i think we need those dark places to push you to do more like a little bit i'm not talking about people who are in full-blown depression i wish it's not you don't need that nobody nobody deserves that nobody needs that I think if you're this is a safe space if you're suffering from depression i hope um you come out of it i hope there's a rock bottom for you to like land i hope it's not just a bottomless pit of darkness i hope you get to a point where it's like okay even though you're in darkness you're not sunk into it like it's at a place where you can move yourself away from that space like get up and maybe start cutting and start you know re rearranging not rearranging rearranging yourself into life you know because some people don't have a rock bottom they just keep falling and then they t- something bad happens so please this is a safe space if you want to contact or talk about it you can send a message and yeah we will talk uh but yeah a lot of things has happened in my life in the past month like when you think about it you're like that is a long like a month is a long time but it's not a long time so when when you see 
a lot of things that has happened in the month we're like wow and then you also see that the year is running so fast i could remember okay okay honestly i can't remember january like that i can remember glimpses of january a few about february march okay march you see march march i cannot forget because of the for those who listen to my hospital diaries march yes i can't forget march march was a crazy month for me it was borderline crazy like i had i had to rein in myself so many times it was so crazy it was so annoying and the experience was like i said it was very much needed it was an experience i didn't know i needed but i needed the experience so i'm happy about it and it made me appreciate things even more and um but on a level on a scale of one to ten about comfortability it was minus zero the things i had to do in that hospital i'm telling you if someone told me i would well i would agree because of the circumstances in the hospital but i didn't know it was going to be that bad that bad but anyway we survived the person i, I took to the hospital survived thank god no complications in the surgery nothing crazy and yeah so i'm grateful for that so that was that was march nothing significant happened in april but within april and may that was when we were shooting the podcast thing is for my sister's podcast and she was transitioning from audio to video so i we had to shoot all the video content that we were supposed to post and it did them set all those good good stuff and the name of our podcast or the name of the podcast is bitter feminist podcast it's a podcast for african women by africa is a feminist podcast for african women and by african women and we discussed a lot of topics like i thought i was a feminist but there were some topics that we talked about i'm like oh my god there and there is so much more i'm learning and i have to learn that is why i don't have patience for people who say oh i don't know because it's like fuck you that is not an excuse you, 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 okay you should be in spaces where you can learn more consciously be in spaces where you can learn more or consciously learn more by yourself do some research read ask questions you know learn on your own terms like no no i'm not on your own terms learn by yourself don't wait for someone to come and teach you nobody has time for all of that i'm not going to give you grace because if not if something if nothing would have made you to do that 2020 pandemic year 2021 should have made you pick up the slacks like pick it up dust yourself off and learn something okay so that's why i don't give people grace when they say oh she doesn't know better or oh she doesn't know better i'm like fuck you i didn't know better before I was, you know, I was a woman who knew her right, but in the patriarchal sense. And when I unlearned and relearned a lot of things, I was like, okay. And I shedded all those skins of patriarchy that was lingering somewhere 
trying to you know whenever I, I had the feminist idea in my mind the patriarchal way i was brought up or the society i was in would make me try to balance the skills with my feminism so when i consciously learned how to unlearn and relearn i dropped every masculine thought of patriarchy in me burnt it you know spread the ashes in the ocean and moved on into deeper into the deeper corridors of feminism and i don't know why people like i'm not saying i feel like everybody should be a feminist but even if like don't flat out discourage the idea or the movement learn about it even think about it learn do your research and have tangible you know i'm not i'm not going to have a debate with you this is for your own self not for me but don't flat out say it's nonsense without you even doing the least of, of the work with this research so it's like when i hear people say oh feminism when i hear people just talk about it blatantly i'm like this is obviously a dunce who has not done any real research so like why am i having an argument with you i'm just going to dumb my brain cells so what is the point let's move on let's go forward there's no point so yeah better feminist podcast is on youtube and we've passed 1000 subscribers so this is a movement baby it's a movement so go on there subscribe watch the videos leave a comment like thrive on free teaching like this is free teaching the only thing you need to learn all this stuff is to just have data subscribe and learn i mean for those who don't know where to learn feminism or how to learn and unlearn, now I'm giving you grace to like, I'm giving you a hidden germ. And we don't even want it to be hidden. We want it to be known by everybody, all and sundry. Beta Feminist Podcast. So if you don't know anything about feminism and you want to learn, go there. There are a bunch of videos, lots of content for you to consume and learn for your for your education and for your entertainment for your edutainment are you kidding me <laughs> for your edutainment yes yes anyway so uh, i don't think there is any more any anything else i want to say this is just a way of me saying i'm back officially and um you should expect more podcasts from from more recordings from me because now i'm i'm working don't get me wrong but it's not as intensive as it was filming the podcast so there is room for me to make this random recording so i'm back with more rants and very soon when i find a guest that i like then it's going to be a conversation so yeah and i really look forward to that guest when when i will have a guest it's going to be mad because i want it to be i want it to be a very beautiful um setup i want it to be a very beautiful um conversation just banter and i hope i find someone who i can bounce on i don't want to do it with someone i know first i want to do it with someone i don't know and then with someone I know, but when we reach that bridge, we'll cross it eventually. Anyway, 
don't forget to follow me if you've not and um i love you all Mwah. thank you and i'm back like i said i'm back I expect more audio content from me we're back baby say hello to motherfucking june very soon we're getting to july happy juneteenth to all the americans listening black americans black americans listening uh i know it's a celebration of your emancipation and i'm so glad that it's it's happened and um to people who are not alive to celebrate it i hope to your loved ones i hope they are feeling okay i hope they are feeling i hope they find a way to heal from the loss and yeah that's it so i come your way again very soon i promise it's esther from rants with esther Mwah.